Hello and welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. And we have another special, special day today. We've got Nazreen coming in to join us today. Wonderful, wonderful guest. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Uh, first of all, thank you, Steve, for having me. Uh, I'm Nasreen Al-Qaisi. I'm from Jordan. Uh, I'm also half Qatari and I was born and raised here in Qatar. And I just finished the FIFA Master 21st edition. <gasps> wow. And and when in your life, when, so you love sport, I take it? Of course, yeah. <laughs> when did you get involved in sport? Why, um, I guess the first memory that I have about me with sport was 2002, the World Cup finale, Germany versus Brazil. I remember I was a kid, I was like nine, ten years old. I was watching the match and I was taking into the whole thing, Ronaldo scoring two goals, everything about the match. Actually the tournament, but I remember exactly the, the finale between Brazil and Germany. Since then, I guess I become really involved in sport. I'm not an athlete, not, not at all, <laughs> but um, I really love to watch a sport. I try to play some sports in my life. I played basketball, handball, football with my school uh, and we won, I won like some medals in the school's leagues. I also tried to play uh, Taekwondo for several years, I guess two years, something like that. And after that, I decided to focus more on my studies, my education, my future. So. But since then, I've been really in love with sport. You've got an incredible journey with what you're doing right now. And we haven't got to that yet. But how it, it just, just strikes me how something could happen in your life or something that you get involved with or you see. And then it just dictates the rest of your life. Yeah, I guess as a kid, you are really open to every everything around you. And I remember I was fascinated with sports, uh, even during watching the cartoons, I was always preferring watching sport cartoons, football or basketball. And I guess that the idea of teams, groups playing with each other, for me was something really amazing. And because of that, I was really into the sport. And to be honest, I guess early 2000, when uh, BN Sport or Al Jazeera channel back then was introduced in the, to the Middle East, when they start to stream, I guess they really create a big um, uh, attraction factor for all people in the Middle East to watch sport. I remember I, well, I was like spending uh, hours and hours watching different sports from table tennis to racing to football, all kinds of sports. I guess it's because how being a sport was introduced in the Middle East early 2000. Uh, and, and because let's talk about you, you think, so you lived in Qatar all your life. Yes. Okay, so you've seen some amazing transformations yes. from when you must have been very young to where we are now. What's that, that journey? What is the journey that you've seen in that? How has it changed here in Qatar right now? A lot, to be honest. I still remember early 2000 when I start to read about this academy that's going to open in 2006. It's a sports academy for athletes, for kids, who boys who love to play sports. I remember I felt like what a big deal. And after that, we host the Asian um, the Asian Games in 2006 as well. And during the year, I, I feel that every big development in the country in the country was connected to sport. Yeah. So I guess for everyone in Qatar, sport is something that's going to help the country to, de to develop, starting with the 2006 Asian, Asian Games. Uh, after that, the World Cup, 
now. So I guess having the sport or having or hosting mega events in the country for everyone in Qatar is not only a game, it's not only a sport, it's a reason to work, it's a reason to develop, it's a reason to to bring investors. It's uh, I guess it's it's one of the main reasons to develop this country. Yeah, and, and it has developed the country and there's yeah. been so many changes. They were doing 68 world um, world championships here in Qatar before the yeah. before the pandemic. Um, they were just doing incredible things. And, and, and that's what I'd say. They've got no fear, right? The country yes. has got no fear whatsoever. They, they don't care what they're going to take on. They're going to do it as the best of their ability. And I remember, I remember um, talking to somebody within the squash industry, uh, the squash yeah. federation. And, and they said all the players love to come here for competitions because they get treated like VIPs as much as the top footballers, as much any they come here and they get five star treatment and that's another thing qatar doesn't they just gonna do the same for everybody yes i guess this is uh really something i've been thinking about for many years let's say qatar changed the whole equation of hosting events usually countries with big history and sports will host event qatar is a we can say it's modern small country However, in the way they are hosting events, they change the whole thing, the whole equation, how you host an event and what you do when you host an event. And because of that, as you said, many athletes prefer to come to Qatar and compete here. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is, is that you've got no, they, they've got no fear and they, they've got heart, they've got soul and they'll put everything into it. And, and the great thing about it is, is it, you know, when we, we tend to not go forward because you have that little bit, oh, am I going to kind of no yes they just power forward they just power forward and look what's happening with the with the olympics with the the medals the gold medals that are coming back yeah they really are on a mission yes. they really are on a mission so with your with so with your education how what was it so you wanted to do sports you wanted to be in sports how did that that education side and how did you then all of a sudden take that decision to go in a certain direction yeah so i studied law uh, I'm now working as a legal consultant, but I remember in my senior year in college, I was thinking about to uh, bring the two things that I love, law and sport together. And I started to search about um, um, master programs because I believe that I need to uh, have knowledge, education in sport before entering the sector. So I thought about it and I found about the FIFA master and that was back 2015. But I remember I read that in the condition that you need to have an experience and I was still under undergrad. So I decided to maybe do it again. After that, I graduated. I worked in uh, law firms, but I kept thinking about my passion sport. Yeah, uh, I did master in law here in Qatar. And then after that, I heard about Jasur Institute and I was like, yeah, this is this is the thing. This is what I want to do. This is my first step into the sport industry. So I was accepted in Jasur Sport Management Diploma in 2019, just before COVID. And uh, after that, um, during the program, actually during uh, the uh, sport management uh, program, uh, I heard again about the FIFA Master. So I was like, yeah, this is it. This is now. This is the time to do it. So after Jasur, after I finished Jasur, I graduated in December. And January, I decided to apply for FIFA Master. You're, you've picked the best of Qatar right now. So you're picking sports yes. and education. 
phenomenal here. And again, they're giving people opportunity. But what was Jazor? What did it? What it did? Did it just focus you? What was it like in Jazor? Jazor was, I guess, uh, for for me, was the hand that I needed to grab me into the sport industry. And studying uh, in Jasur, the sport management diploma, in my opinion, was one of the best things that happened to me because I've, I had, during, during my time in Jasur, I've been introduced to the sport industry uh, from different perspectives. We studied f- five or six sub-modules. Uh, we studied sport from an organization point of view, from finance, events, media, marketing. Uh, sustainability, everything, and I guess being in Jasur uh, back then and have an and um, and and being introduced to all those things in the sports industry was the best thing because you also get the chance to meet the best speakers um, um, from all around the world. I remember we host Javier uh, Zanetti. Uh, he he was there uh, one day, and many other big names in the sports industry players or even individuals, professionals who work in the sports industry. Uh, also, uh, I guess that the nature of the program in Qatar is is, uh, is really good because now we are in the time where you need to build an education, sport education, beside hosting events and beside developing the game uh, yeah. locally. Yeah, and it's it's great. It works so well because it's it was there to, to come along with the legacy program. So it's one of those that's going to stay with Qatar. It was it was brought in with with the World Cup in mind, yes. the, the, the uh, Supreme um, Supreme Committee and Legacy, but it's it's actually going to carry on because you've got the twenty thirty vision and it's going to educate people and give people um, give people a real chance. Um, and and that's another thing that you, that I wanted to get over with the Jazor. It's open for everybody. Yes, actually. Uh... I, I never worked in sport industry before Jasur, and I, I never had anything related to sport industry before Jasur, just sitting and watching the games, sport, different sports I was sometimes playing. But before that, I never had anything related to sport in terms of professional or even education. So Jasur opening the door for me was something really I'm grateful forever. And I also beside that, I was awarded a, a, a um, awarded a scholarship for Jasur for women's. I remember that year they offered four or three scholarships for women in Women's Day, in International Day, and I was one of the students who got this scholarship. So, how like like thinking about their vision, how they want to really develop sports education, and how they are focusing also on women and providing them with scholarships. It's an amazing. And I guess this is something we're going to see in the future reflecting in the sports industry in Qatar. I, 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 I can't agree with you more. And I can't agree with you more from a lady's perspective because I, I'm involved in several of the mentorship programs around Qatar and the different kind of institutions. And the ladies section is so, so strong. In fact, it's far outnumbering the guys. Okay, so every every one guy that's participating, you've got four ladies. Yep. <laughs> and it's a strong ecosystem here, and it's going to be it's it, I, I it's just an absolute pleasure. I was t- I was talking to a shaker um, yesterday, and she's she's going to be doing this um, this venture, and you ladies have really you're you're going to kind of you're going to do special special things here, really. Because you're thinking about the future as well. Yeah. You're thinking about how you can empower everybody. Yeah, I hope so. I guess there is a, a, a potential for girls here in Qatar to really uh, 
get into the sports industry and develop. And I really hope also the the sport, which I mean the teams, uh, to get also developed in terms of women's sport. Yeah, and but but it's gonna it's it's learning. It's been a learning process. Yes. And and again, it's it's not having a fear. It's it's keep on pushing, keep yeah. on pushing those 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 boundaries, and that's what I love about I, I love about Qatar, and and I do love Qatar because it's been a big part of my life. And and as we said, I I was always with the sports industry and everything that was going in the World Cup and oh, do they deserve it? You're a perfect example to say yes, they do deserve it. Of course, <laughs> it's kind of it's here. It's changing people's life. The legacy is 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 more here than it could be. Round giving it to somebody else. This is where it's supposed to be, and it's going to be a fantastic um, World Cup. Yeah, with, without a doubt. I guess um, uh, studying the FIFA Master last year and seeing how everyone have different opinion about Qatar hosting the World Cup was something I always think about. Um, I guess uh, by hosting the World Cup, Qatar will prove to the world how they deserve to host such a such a big event. Um, and I guess uh, this is something that really is changing within time. Hosting big events does not mean you need to have three, four World Cup to host the World Cup yeah. or the Olympics. You don't need to have 500 gold medal to host the Olympics yeah. if you are a developed country and if you have everything that is ready to host uh, such an event then why not and i guess the sport now is very international uh, so uh, it's better not to keep it in one geographical area sport is for everyone it's yep. the common language between yep. all the people all around the world so we need to spread sport all over the world and to do so i guess hosting events is one of the most important thing we should start with They've got the desire. I think the biggest word is a desire. Yes. The, the desire for them is 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 for Qatar is is just you can't fault it. And then with the the experience and the knowledge that they're picking up along the way, they're going to be a force to reckon with, without shadow of a doubt. So let's go on to your. You you spoke briefly about FIFA. What was it like? Did did it did it intimidate you when you were going there? Uh, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I I was accepted in the FIFA Mas International Master Program um, in this year, 21st edition. Uh, it's basically an international master in humanities, management, and sport law. Uh, and it's a program that's divided into three models with the three different university. The first model is a humanities. Uh, we studied in Leicester in UK. Okay. by De Montfort University. Yeah. And then after that, we moved to Milano and we study in SDA Bocconi, uh, the management uh, model. And after that, we ended up in Switzerland, in Neuchâtel, and we studied sport law. So uh, it's actually a very good program for anyone who wants to increase their knowledge uh, or even start a career in sport industry. And I was very lucky to get accepted last year. Um, and yeah, I just graduated two weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. And now you're going to come into, into Qatar and you're going to put everything you've learned into practice. Exactly. I'm bringing all the knowledge and I really hope to, to find a spot here to reflect everything I studied into the country. And what do you want to take on? Can you tell us the things that you want to work on? Uh, I really hope to... To be part of the change, I really hope to uh, be part of the development of sports, especially women's sport, to be honest. I really think we need to increase the level of women's sport and the domestic sport generally. And uh, yeah, uh, beside my, my career in law, I really hope to combine the two things together into 
helping the country in hosting and even developing the local uh, sport. And and how did your parents feel about what you're doing right now? Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, this is something probably every uh, woman, uh, Middle Eastern woman, been through. Uh, of course, it's not easy for for them to have for, to have me to 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 see me have this big passion about sport. For example, when the Olympics started, I was watching the opening ceremony, and everyone was looking at me like, "What are you doing? It's just an opening ceremony." But I guess for someone who's involved in sports, it's a big thing yeah. to watch the Olympics. So uh, I guess they are, they, they, of course, they, they think that maybe I can do something in, in their opinion, more uh, useful for me. But I think they are very proud uh, of what I have done, especially that I, since I was, gra since I graduated from, um, from, from university, I've kept learning and studying and working at the same time. So beside, of course, having the opinion that maybe it's not that familiar for a woman to work or even study or even doing some sports in the Middle East, I guess they are very proud. <laughs> I, I bet they are. And, and, and the good thing about this podcast today is, is that I'm going to say to you now that you're, you've got some weight on your shoulders because you're literally leading the way. You're kind of, I don't know many Qatari ladies that are, um, that are pushing in this, this, this direction, law and sports so you are really kind of you're, you're going out there and leading the thank way thank you <laughs> yeah you are and it's it's fantastic and it's it's they're going to be very proud of you because you will be the shining light you without a shadow of doubt in years to come you're going to be a, um everybody's going to be coming to you to kind of um know exactly what your your story is so it, uh, brilliant fantastic what's what what are you going to kind of have you got a plan for the future? Have you got kind of ideas about what sports you may want to specialize in, who you want to represent? I think for me now, I have some short goals. And the first goal is to help hosting the World Cup. I really want to get involved into uh, hosting the World Cup because I guess after, especially after how uh, everyone react worldwide for Qatar hosting the World Cup, I feel it's become like a duty for everyone who's involved in the sport industry to be involved and help the country uh, hosting this big event and prove to the world that we deserve to host big events. We deserve to be there in the map, sport map. So um, my goal now is to be part of this, of the World Cup. Yeah. And it, it, I think we're all there with you. It's like, I think that everybody that I know is just so excited about the World Cup and what's happening here and and how it's developed over the years and I, and I think that, that it, it comes from the top right it comes from the Emir he's he leads he leads by example and and he he when he I, I remember when he was at the UN and he said um, I want to thank all the, the yeah. nationals but I also want to thank everybody that's that's stuck with us and and that's why we felt so much more um, for the country it was it was incredible and we've got a we've got a busy time in front of us yeah one year to go <laughs> one year to go yes one year to go and it's it's kind of those those things nobody it's it's how do you feel with the world cup do you think it, it from a, just from your own opinion um the roads the infrastructure incredible exactly and i guess that's what not many people understand about hosting uh, the world cup it's not only hosting a sport event it's changing the whole country it's a reason to develop the infrastructure it's a reason to bring different 
companies, investors in the country. It's a reason to develop our legislation. It's a reason to to really make a huge development in the country from diff all all sectors and industries, not only the sport. And I guess exactly this is what everyone is missing from looking at the picture and Qatar hosting the World Cup. So for me, definitely it's a big thing and um, um, I think it's very positive and I really hope that Qatar will host more events in the future uh, because we need something to start making a change um, in locally. We, we need uh, reason, we need hosting events, we need other reasons as well. And I do think it's one of the reasons that uh, really push the country into developing generally. Now, I, I can't agree with you more. And it's it's like it, with having you on the show, I'm 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 so chuffed that it's going. We're having a conversation like this because it needs to be brought to the front because it needs to be. People need to know how everyone's feeling. It's like and the way that the, the things are changing. And from a a business perspective, uh, let, let's just talk of, from a business. I've got my business. and I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. The hardest thing, to, and it doesn't matter if you're a big company, small company, startup, whatever. The hardest thing to do in your business life is to grow, is to expand, because you're going to find all your weaknesses and the stresses and the points that are going to cause so much pain within just the business. Yes. Now you try and change a country. Yeah. And and I can't. I I've got to give them their credit. That anybody could be a, a, have their opinion. But to be able to do the things and simultaneously to get to the level that they are right now, it's it's rather impressive. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Hosting such an event is an opportunity. And and, and you're the perfect example to, for coming on the show today because you're not an athlete, you're not this, but you still want to participate. You've been lead, your life has been leading up for this type of thing. Yeah. And now you're 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 lawyer. You're going to go on and do even bigger things. And and and. You will be a role. You are a role model, without a shadow of a doubt. Thank day. you. You are a role model. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited to kind of net, with all the guests that we get come on. I can't wait to keep an eye on your career, and see how you develop. Thanks. Um, but it's, it's going to be very exciting. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's. There are so many things. What are the? What would be the? What's going to be your highlight of the World Cup, or what happens after the World Cup? So, what do you hope to achieve? What do you hope to do with the World Cup? Uh Beside hosting the best World Cup, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, I really hope the legacy that's uh, gonna be behind the World Cup uh, gonna be something um, will be benefit the country. Yeah. In terms of uh, the infrastructure, the constructions, everything, uh, the education, everything. I hope that w the World Cup is not only uh, a reason to develop the country, but it's also gonna be the first milestone into building over hosting such an event into developing the country um so yeah and and, and uh, again if you can just share with us what what would be um your advice to students right now or somebody that again that's got that love of sport and they want to take advantage of that love of sport what's your advice to those those um those youngsters right now I guess everyone who really wants to be in this industry need first of all to build the knowledge to to really study sports because it's not I guess many people really don't understand when I say like I studied the FIFA master or I did the sports management and they have in their mind that I studied law before and 
and they will be like, what are you going to be like a referee? I guess a lot of people really don't understand that a sports industry is the industry with that's interact with literally every industry uh, around the world. There is the business side, there is uh, the law side, there is uh, the humanities, the history, there is there's everything into the sport industry. And I guess to enter this industry, you need to have a good knowledge. You need to study, you need to read what previous nations did. You need to be involved in what everyone is doing right now. So you can have the ability to draw what you're going to do next. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really, a really excellent point. And, and the good thing, the good thing about what you're doing is it that you're going to change because again, I keep on saying this, you're going into a specific field, you're going into sports and the sports is just booming here. Yeah. So this is going to be a huge market. Everything that you're learning is going to be for the benefit of the country, not just yourself. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what I, what, what, uh, that's exactly why I did uh, the Jesur, um diploma and I did the FIFA master because I want to come back here and I want to work here and uh, spread this knowledge into everyone. And, and that's Qatar. Yeah. That is Qatar. Going for let's say that, that we've had a fantastic World Cup. Yes. And and it's going to be a huge success without a shadow of a doubt. It's a fantastic place. It's going to be a huge success and everybody's going to work there. They're going to put everything in it to make it a success. What about afterwards? Where's your plans afterwards? How do you see yourself developing? Where do you want to see yourself developing in which areas? I guess uh, the real let's say the real test is going to be after the World Cup. Uh, now we are almost there and uh, I do believe we're going to host an amazing tournament. Now, after the World Cup, personally, I think um, I really want to work into developing uh, the sport, the level of the sport in the country, because uh, I think that in the last few years, especially, for example, the, the local league uh, was not attracting uh, fans as it used to be, or the numbers was decreasing, increasing. So I think helping into developing the local sport is going to be my goal because uh, I do believe we have the potential to to have good teams. We do have the potential to have good national teams. Uh, we are now seeing it in, in, in Tokyo. Um, the beach volleyball is they are now playing the semi-final uh, we have other athletes who won uh, gold medals so we do have the potential so I guess we we I personally really think that helping developing the local sport is going to be something very important and uh, I want to be part of it I'm going to put that I am definitely we're going to do clips for different things so we're going to do clips for Instagram we're going to do clips for quite a few that statement there with what you said about i want to be a part of it is going to re resonate with everybody i want to be a part of it i want to be a part of it afterwards to as you said to get more people in the stadiums i want to be part of that this is what we do the podcast is to shine a light on people like yourself because that's how countries develop and sometimes we forget that sometimes we become um too focused on business making a profit but there are so many people out there that like you that want to put it back into others that want to kind of take this sport or take this industry to another level and to consistently to help with that 
it's 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 a bright future in the next 10 years it's up to the 2030 and that's where everybody's heading yeah i really hope so uh, and i i do really think that uh 2030 we're gonna uh, achieve a lot of the goals so yeah we are here to do it <laughs> so how do you keep fit what's your sports what do you do now do you do any sports uh, now oh not not that not really okay. <laughs> not that much let's say yeah, yeah. uh um but i I play basketball sometimes, okay. football, um, handball. Handball? I've never played that. Is that easy to do? Yeah, it's very easy. <laughs> it's I, probably I, the easiest one. I've got a um, Bora. Bora. There's, there's a guy that used to, he was in the semi, big Spanish guy. Yeah. And they won the silver medal in the world champ uh, the world championships and and he's Qatar like he's Spanish but he's also got dual nationality yeah and he came into this office and I said uh, what is it you're looking for he said um I want to start a business <laughs> but he was in the handball I I could I, I I find it difficult to play that that would be a tough one it's very interesting yeah yeah my sports is um I, I used to like windsurfing mm. I I used to used to love windsurfing um but here in Qatar um, yeah, football. We've got a street soccer program that we, mm. we run. So I'll, I'll see if you want to get involved in that. Of course. Um, you could help us. Uh, we'd always like a lawyer's help. So that's going to be a good one. But it's it's been an absolute um, joy and a pleasure having you on the show. To see somebody like you, it just gives, gives, it gives me at 54 years old um, such pleasure to see that the world, sometimes you think to yourself, oh, the world, it's kind of art. But with people like you, the world is, is going to be a better place it's it's kind of uh, it's been wonderful talking to you today thank you thank um, you Steve. And, it's my pleasure being here i i think you're going to be a, a, you're going to be a huge star i honestly i think that that everybody needs people like yourself it's to go and help others that's your dream that's your aspirations and the world cup is coming yes and i know you're going to be there i hope so <laughs> good on you everybody thank you for listening today i hope you enjoyed the show it was an, a magnificent show today and it's seeing sports and and careers in a different way. It's seeing it, it. It's being able to put those two together, and then because of the love and because of the the things that you're you're involved in, your passions, you can still go out and you can love what you do. And as we saw today with your passion, you want to go and change the world, and that's what we can all do. You've just got to be prepared to take that those steps. It's not easy, but you're showing the way and you're going to show a, a lot of people the way. Thank you so much for coming on the show Thank today. you. Everybody, thanks for listening again. Here at In The Game, we are so proud to be associated with Incubate. Incubate is a startup hub which offers businesses and entrepreneurs a complete set of services and tools to get their businesses up and running. You have to get in contact with them if you're a startup in Qatar. They're in Palm Tower on the 29th floor. Everyone, thanks for listening. But please make sure you give us a comment or like us on your favorite podcast app.